0: Hey, this is Rodney Matthews, and you're kicking it with the Black Roses.
1: Welcome to the Black Roses podcast. This is Claudia, Dina, Jasmine, Monique, and Renice. We're here to discuss all things reality TV from the Black and Brown perspective. From dating and marriage to competitions and everyday pop culture.
2: If you like it, we love it. And we want to hear from you.
3: We hope you enjoy the show and join in the conversation.
4: Welcome to the Black Roses podcast. It's Monique again, and I am right back with Claudia, Gina, and Dave Neal. Our homie Dave Neal is back with us for The Golden Bachelor, season one, episode three. We are going to kick into our wilts and our blossoms. First of all, um, this was an incredible episode. I definitely felt like I was stabbed in the heart. And I am sure everyone that was watching was as well. Dave, do you want to kick it off with your wilts?
0: Sure. Oh, I'm I'm struggling with the name. Is it Kathy? Is she the one that's starting trouble? She was my big wilt. Do I have it right?
4: Yes, I think that is Kathy. Right? Kathy Jenner.
0: Yes. Yes. Kathy Jenner. She, uh, she, I don't know. She reminds me of just a... I don't know. She reminds me of what the aunt you don't like. And I, and I hate that because she, she has no idea that she's the one. There's always somebody who's like, I'm not here for drama. And they're the most dramatic person. She has no idea that she's the most negative out there right now. And she prays basically on one of the nicest people. Uh, I'm trying to remember her name. Yeah. Kathy prayed on. Teresa. Yes. That's exactly it. Teresa. And Teresa's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Kathy just kept on hammering her with what Teresa did wrong. And so my all my wilts go to Kathy.
4: See, here's the thing, right? Are you watching Love is Blind? Yes. Okay. There is a bit of a small quality to the oversharing that reminded me of Lydia and Aaliyah, right? The sort of oversharing of your moments. I'm not sure how much of... Uh, all of their time that, you know, Teresa is like just on and on and on. And I had my one-on-one and we talked about this and it's just so much of a bond and I can't wait to talk to him again. And I do think that maybe there's some validity to, she might've said something where, cause people do this all the time on the show where they kind of just dismiss people who have not gotten the one-on-one. Like, well, you don't know him like I know him. You didn't even have one-on-one time with him. And it might be, she does she's not even conscious of it. She doesn't even really think about it like that. It's just really, really interesting to me, so i'm not I don't know i I agree with you, but I also think that it's it's just it's, <laughs> she's getting off on the wrong road. She's like, you know, if there's two forks in the road and it's complete darkness, she's going down the wrong fork every time and trampling over the boundaries of the person that is like thought she could be her friend, thought they had something good. She had did her hair. Or if you remember, uh, wait, was she, she was No, I think Susan did her hair. But yeah, anyway, uh, I just feel bad. I feel bad for Teresa. I can kind of understand where Kathy is coming from to an extent. But man, Kathy is just over it.
0: She's yeah, I mean, you only play it. that card. You, the only play that card Kathy played when you're desperate. And mm-hmm. in your, you're not wrong. Teresa kind of came off the way Raiden came off on charity season where he was just like giddy and excited mm-hmm. and these are new emotions they're all feeling but Kathy was kind of cynical before that she just oh, like she's definitely not a villain but she's not exactly uh, you know beaming with with uh, you know rays of light
4: I think they did a really great job though of editing her so that she was a hoot like a complete hoot in episode one and two Funny. and I remember feeling like uh, like sort of like a weird vibe when I was watching this episode and I immediately said the claws are going to come off and now they're going to start arguing. This is not going to be the feel good show that we've been experiencing the entire time. They're going to start having some it- some issues and immediately it just started happening. Like that's what happens when you put a talent show in there. <laughs> Do you have any more uh, wilts? I think that would be
0: my only wilt because it's such a, positive show yeah, it's hard to find places, right? it really is like it's a show that's just like we're going to give you feel it's like a chicken soup for the bachelor right bachelor soul. <laughs> yeah so that's it i mean the way i mean everything about how gary's handling you know i i, I worry that they're going to take advantage of him because so far the everyone who's come to him with a problem he just gives him a rose uh which is sweet he's like the grandfather with lollipops just ready for the kids
4: yeah, but that, that was one of the first time I've seen, um, and if I could get into my wits, well, the first time I saw something where I said, oh, production made you do this. Teresa had just had a one-on-one date. One of the more coveted one-on-one dates, because he hasn't had very many, right? Just had a one-on-one date and you give her the last rose. This doesn't make sense. She had a, she had a pretty great one-on-one date and you comforted her when she was crying. And then you give her the last rose. That's really cheap. It felt kind of cheap, and it felt like producer hands were finally in there, and it didn't feel. It just—it was just weird to me. I didn't—I didn't like it. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, another one that I had. Um, where was I? So the the most major one. So of course it is a blossom that Joan decided that she needed to go home because her daughter is having was having some difficulties she had a difficult pregnancy difficult delivery and needed her mother to help her my wilt is that i just get that sinking feeling that a grandfather is not going home and missing out on his opportunity if he had like this sort of issue I think it's the sort of that, because I always struggle with the roles that men and women play in the family structure. And I just feel like, man, this is only something that a grandmama or grandma would do. I look right. at, you know, Gina and the love and the care that she's en- enveloped in with all of the women in her life that, you know, take care of her her mental space and all of that and that's that's immediately what I thought of you know is man I don't think that any because we've seen it too right where there are fathers there are and then there are mothers people killed um what is her name from bachelor in paradise and she went on several seasons she had like three kids what is her name she was with josh Hmm? Amanda Stanton. Amanda Stanton. Yeah, and I would, I would feel that way. I used to feel that way too. Like you gotta go home to your kids. This ain't it. You know, like this is not it. But meanwhile, we didn't say that to Michael A. We thought it was so beautiful that Michael A. was like having phone calls with this kid. We thought, you know, the the other fathers that were on the show, and I don't mean to like call them out because of this a negative thing. It's just something that I've thought about. We do not put that sort of eye on the men. Um, in terms of like, you need to go and take care
1: of your family.
4: You know, Yeah, we We want them to be bachelor.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If we do the bare minimum, we're heroes. No, I, yeah, I see that. I see that. And and who knows? I mean, you you know, it's interesting because it's a new storyline being the golden bachelor where it's like Jones, a grandmother, it's, it's her second grandchild. She, and so when she's on the show before the phone call she's like I'm finally doing something for myself mm-hmm. and then immediately she's like I can't be selfish and it's like on one end I'm like no stay but I but also that's the that we we're torn because like Gary he's like I get it you got to go like that's it's life and they probably cast everyone like a year ago they tried to shoot the show for so long mm-hmm. and finally it gets kicked down the road and they finally shoot the show and it just doesn't work out but their connection was great and you could really see Gary just heartbroken
4: Yeah, he I I think he could see her going the distance, like top three at least. Like she was definitely going very, very far. And you know, it was just really unfortunate. But what I did love about it too is that he expressed disappointment, but in the way that he expressed disappointment, he was like, Man, I am just so disappointed. But I understand that you need to go home. Like, you know, like I understand. And I love it. It's almost like he, you know, you can kind of fall in love with people in moments like, you know, that sacrifice, like you're sacrificing this because there's a deeper relationship that you need to attend to. And I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I I would have loved if they had a end credits update from Joan. I know she took to social media saying the babies are healthy and everyone's good, but it would have been nice just if they were able to say, like, you know, you know, know, which is a quick moment because Mm -hmm. they did make that a heavy storyline and then they just left it. They just let it be.
4: Yeah, yeah. She make it um, home okay,
3: you
4: know. She get home okay where well, the baby's fine, right, right. Um and the casual fan is not going to really track down that extra information. We move on with our lives right after, you know, the closing credits go through and the blooper. <laughs> so, um you're you're right for sure. So, I don't like the talent shows anymore. The only talent shows that I like are when the bachelor or the bachelorette themselves are the first one out there in front of the crowd doing their talent because i feel like it becomes this like strange thing where you now you have somebody that's like you know lap dancing i i didn't i was like i don't want to see this <laughs> this is this is fantasy suite situation i don't want to see this yeah. um but it's also you know like we we said it last week we do infantilize the uh the older people right we don't want to Put them in. A, we don't want to think that they have sex, or that they're sexual beings, or that that you know that they can't twerk. Or
2: <laughs> like, I don't want to see these ladies twerking. No, thank you. No, 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 no. I don't want to see it.
4: Um, but it was, yeah. I mean, I don't know, it was cool.
2: It's cool for what it was.
4: Because I'm all I'm all out of my will. That I just had that one glaring thing that I was the well the two glaring things. Him giving Teresa the last rose was weird. Um, when she already had a one-on-one, that was weird. And then, you know, thinking about when you have the golden bachelorette, none of these men are leaving their situation. They're not leaving at all. Gina, do you have any wilts?
1: Yes. Sorry. So the funny thing is, is that I didn't really have a wilt for this week. Um, Mm -hmm. I tried my hardest to come up with something that I didn't like, but once again, I just really like the golden bachelor. I've tried to convince my aunt to watch the show she's 50 and I was like I feel like you would be interested in this compared to watching like the 20-somethings um not really date so I feel like I just I'm enjoying the the show as it is with having like an older cast it's really refreshing so I just I couldn't find anything that I didn't like about this episode because once again I just I feel like the producers are just doing a really good job I feel like they know that they have to knock this out of the park um so I'll go and save everything on the blossom side of things, but I just I didn't have a wilt and I tried to find one. <laughs> you tried. I did. I we'll tried. I mean, I think that's a, uh, that's
4: that's saying a lot. I think we have a really dynamic group of of people. I think the emotional intelligence is definitely there and I love this. And yeah, I don't know. Claudia, what okay, are your wilt?
3: Yes. So more more than usual. Hmm. Uh, I didn't I didn't like AKSM um, that was that was the women's banding together I didn't like that the union and, um, the union but they named themselves and I was like how old are we they're probably like the mean grandmas when they go well, visit they're, like they're, when they, they go... watch
4: big brother and so when big brother you name your alliance so they name themselves
3: I didn't like it <laughs> I didn't like it. it felt like the challenge but with mm. 7 year olds I didn't like it yeah, so I didn't I didn't love that, and then I didn't love, um, and just in general, I know we talked about Kathy, Kathy Jenner. I just didn't I didn't love that. Um, I didn't love how it's like very much staged, and we usually see this with the young children uh, that come on the show. So it, it just felt gross, and, and this is people legit trying to find or second love. Oh, sorry, love or second love. Um, so yeah, I feel like this show is for people legit legit like last chance trying to find love and uh and Kathy just feels like uh you know just like she's here for influencers which is you know not that not that people in, that are seniors cannot be influencers
4: but she's gonna she's gonna um, uh, be shelling uh sugar pear sugar bear hair hair yeah I mean shelling hair gummies for sure like come on yeah so the cattiness I mean
3: I, I wrote down cattiness but overall mm-hmm. it started getting a little catty And that whole thing with Teresa, like you said before, Dave, like I just, it was just so weird. It was a weird, um, she was just trying to, you know, make her feel like she was worse than she was. And that Mm -hmm. happens to me a lot as a sort of a people pleaser. uh, People will make me feel bad about something Mm -hmm. and you could tell it. she couldn't let it go, which is unfortunate because she seemed fine to me. I don't know. But in my opinion, she didn't seem like she was bragging. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't care about i don't want either to, of them to win so it doesn't matter um and then we did talk about joan having to leave her departure was very sad, very sad. um it was just sad and i do feel like she was a possible person so
1: mm-hmm.
4: those were my wilts that was it <laughs> it's one of those like you know if it doesn't work out with whoever he picked he might need to circle a block on joan and see what's up yeah i Add mean into her I DMs need... if he knows what those are yeah he's learning he's learning yes Listen, let's uh, let's kick it into these blossoms. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with our blossoms. It's your girl Marlena from Bachelor 26 kicking in with the black roses.
2: What do you do, baby boo? Hey, hey, it's Jasmine. I just wanted to leave a quick note to tell y'all what I thought about the episode. Um, as for my golden bachelor wilt's. Um, obviously, Joan having to leave right after having that amazing date and an incredible connection with Gary was just so, so sad. Um, but obviously, I just understand as, you know, mom to mom, I get it. If my baby had to call me too and said that she needed me, I would leave in a heartbeat. Um, so it's just sad they they just had a really good connection and, you know, maybe if everything's okay, she can come back. I don't know, but my heart just goes out to her and, uh, just sweet blessings to Joan and her daughter and the baby. And I hope that everybody's okay. Um, cause we do not really get details on what happened. It's not our business, but just, you know, blessings to them. Um, also so kathy making Teresa feel like shit was really weird to me um and i have have not had a problem with kathy and i understand how she would feel a little insecure if someone is kind of almost bragging in her face but you also have to take a step back and understand Teresa didn't know what she was doing um and where it really got ugly was kathy going around talking about it to everybody else and not just saying Teresa. i don't I don't want you to say this anymore. Especially because at the end of the episode, at the rose ceremony, she did do that. She said something along the lines of, this is where I need you to stop talking. She could have said that way earlier and avoided saying anything. Um, But I will say as a slight, as a slight blossom, I do respect that when she was talking to Gary about it, she did not name names. He said, is there anyone in particular? and she didn't say Teresa so I would I do respect that I do respect that um another will was I just didn't like the credits with the fart I I don't know I think in general I never like the credits of <laughs> any of these uh bachelor shows I just don't like I don't like fart humor I don't like poop humor I don't I just, toilet humor is not funny to me so he did that um and my blossoms are really, really quick. It all had to do with a talent show. I loved Sandra's stand-up comedy. I thought that was great. That was that actually made me laugh out loud. I loved Leslie's lap dance and dropping it low. And I need to know if she's taking glucosamine or what for these joints at her age to be able to drop it like she did. And uh, Joan's poem was really sweet. It was very... She was so worried about it because she was like, I don't have a talent. But then she, you know, clearly won the date because it was so heartfelt and so cute and so personal. So anyway, that those are my thoughts. um, And I can't wait to talk to y'all soon. Bye.
4: And we're back. And we're black. So, Dave. Did you have some juicy blossoms for this episode? I got a blossom I don't
0: think anyone thought of. Let's
4: see.
0: My blossom is the use of silence that the producers are using to open the show. Mm -hmm. Their first episode was opening with Gary putting on his hearing aid in silence. Mm -hmm. In this episode, it was Gary silently weeping. And all I could think of is, why is Gary crying? Clear my calendar. And they taught, they used a very great storytelling technique, which is to draw the audience in versus throw so much junk at us that we have to watch. I think it was a very uh, uh good, I think it's very uh interesting how they're editing this season.
4: I agree. I agree. The silence has been really a tool that they've been using to their advantage. So now Blossoms, yeah. You, you can go back to your Blossoms, Dave.
0: <laughs> My other blossom would be Gary you know just you know he said he woke up dancing after Joan was there obviously it turned into a sad thing that Joan had to leave but he he just shows us to find reasons to be happy Mm -hmm. even in that heartbreak moment he he said I know she's doing the right thing he he didn't center it around why this made him like oh woe is me and I don't know if it's like something you get when you become a grandparent or with age, but he's so selfless that he's making everyone else feel so special. What's going to turn into a problem for him is when, when it gets down to like the final four or five, I think every single person he sends home is going to be devastating for him because yeah, we're already, already seeing, devastating. Right. We're already seeing that. And it's like, Oh boy. Hey, bud, it's only the beginning. And I think that's the issue people have is how, how is he going to handle um having to cause a lot of pain uh because he is a special guy, and um the, the but my general my other rose uh, would be um that 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 he's just handling it all so well, mm-hmm. uh, and I know that's such a broad thing to say, but he's really just taking every moment so. You know, he's not wasting any time with his appreciation. Maybe that's what we can all look at as, uh, you know, you know, we're not uh, at his age. Maybe we can look at it as, wow, this is a guy who's not wasting a moment feeling the gratitude for the position he's in.
4: Exactly. Oh, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I agree with you. And I feel like, too, he could be an HSP, a highly sensitive person. I just oh, yeah. think he feels his feelings. And I think for what he went through, so traumatic, losing your wife within two weeks of notice, uh, somebody you've been with for decades and decades. I think he's just like willing. I think they really did a good job of the casting to pick someone who was willing to put all of his feelings out there and be totally vulnerable in this process. So,
4: I have a question for y'all. Do you think the overall stress of of this process do you think they're taking care of him well well this could be a really stressful process and they're not get they don't get a lot of sleep I think they're probably he
3: seems he seems happy mm-hmm. um even post-show he just seems really elated mm-hmm. and doesn't seem worn out and exhausted because that's usually what the, that's the telltale sign that they've destroyed someone's innards um so yeah I feel like <laughs> I feel like they did probably a really good job and we can kind of tell just from the edits and everything. We only are now seeing a little bit of crap happen. But for the most part, I think that they probably took care of all of them too, given their age and stuff as well.
0: Yeah. It's a great question because is, is this older generation less likely to respond negatively to the sleep deprivation, the boozing? I mean, they probably don't sleep much. I mean, the older you get generally, I think you sleep less. I don't know if that's true enough, but that's what I, my belief was. And I'm assuming that they're not really boozing and everything that causes uh, on the bachelor is that they're not sleeping and they're boozing really hard. So I wonder if, if that kind of plays into it in the fact that they're only doing one, you know, they're shoot, they're, they're making less content uh, from the the shooting schedule. So maybe it's not as aggressive with, how much time they're spending shooting. I'm not really sure about the production side of things, but they all look like they're so far not frazzled. I mean, when you look at past seasons, like pilot Pete, he was bruised and scarred. I mean, they really beat these guys up. And I don't, I don't see that happening here.
4: Even, even Ben Higgins, they lost a lot of weight by the time they got down to the end. like, if you remember with Nick, you're completely right. He had a stress, he had a stress neck injury like when he was with raven in their fantasy suite he's like i really i'm re- moving really stiff because like it's the stress of this i just can't move and I, I i at times i do get those like neck spasms and i'm like oh man this thing is really affecting you like cuz you know you're down to the wire you got to hurt people in order to get your ending that's going to that's going to weigh on them, i think
3: mhm yeah no I, I agree
4: i had another I Wilt sure. that i just came up with it's It's been happening week to week. Ever since Faith got her first impression, Rose, the structure of the show, being that she's going to get her first date with him on episode four, is killing their connection. She does not feel like they have a connection anymore. I can see it. And he's trying to do everything he can in like, the moments that he can to reassure her. But I don't know if she's watched this show to know. You have to wait, unfortunately, for your big moment with him. They're not gonna like let it happen immediately. Yeah, like she, you know, she like did the song and did felt like she did her big one at the at the uh, talent show, and she was like, I mean, damn, I mean, somebody did a lap dance and he didn't forgot about my motherfucking song. Shit,
3: she's too anxious, mm-hmm. and Gary's very mm-hmm. secure when I think of attachment styles, and so I feel like he's just. He's just trying to be when he's and he stays very present with each person that he's with Mm -hmm. and i feel like if he's present with each person that he's with that's going to give him an opportunity to really make the right decision for him and i think she's used to probably being kind over or something and maybe she did let it get to her head a little bit that rose i think that that kind of set her into like well i'm expected to do well because that's what happens so yeah
4: I I don't know. Um, Do y'all think that Faith is the one? Like, do you think they're going to have a favorable date?
0: I think it's so hard to tell because Mm -hmm. he gives everyone so much life. (laughs) It's really hard. I think he I think he, he could find such love in every single person there that he would be happy to some extent for what he's looking for. Um, but it, like you said, it does happen where the first impression rows are sown early on. Where sometimes you you inadvertently put that in the back corner, say that's good, and then you go back to it, and that spark goes away. So mm-hmm. that could be the case. Mm-hmm. It could happen. That
4: happened with Ben and Olivia Caridi. Hmm. My mm-hmm. girl Olivia, shout out. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> she had flamed out on that that shit was a flame out oh my god and she would even admit that like i i was a basket case after so well
3: even matt matt and uh matt james and abigail
4: Mm. yeah yeah um i think that those are some of those are this person is impressive and the most impressive and i think that was what faith brought right she got out of the you know limo i'm sorry she got off the motorcycle tossed her hair and then was playing the guitar and doing her thing right very impressive like all right she came here to play Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: but I don't know I think she was impressive but I I don't think she's it she's not you know what's going to be a problem for them she's not going to move from where she's living in that on that vast big ranch she's not moving yeah
3: and he's not moving
4: he wants to spend time Mm -hmm. and the rest of his life in that home yeah no he's not he's
3: not
4: going yeah so that's going to be I think where they're going to, the rubber's going to meet the road, unfortunately. Hmm. Do we have any blossoms for this episode?
3: I just had Joan's poem. Yes. I really love, I would have picked her too, because I really loved, that's the thing too. People don't want, I'm a performer. I dance, I sing Some, you know, you don't want someone to do that when he was, he really liked that some people did stuff that they're not comfortable with.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. So it was easy for Leslie, I don't know, the dancer. It's easy for them to go to what they know. Um, And I didn't think the dancers are good, but yeah, that was Leslie.
4: She's a Capricorn.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I like her, but she's, that was not her moment. And, but then she said, I want to be more than this dancer. Ironically, she went and danced, you know, then like give him something else, like, you know, and he was looking for vulnerability and just Joan. I just really think she would have been great to see the rest of that journey, but it is what it is. Um, but I just really appreciated her poem. I thought it was dope. I thought it was really, really cool.
4: It was really funny too. It was really yeah. funny. Um, she started off like very meek, but by the end, she was like she had them eating out of the palm yeah. of her hands. It was so good.
0: You could also tell, you know, they they set it up as if she was gonna be super nervous, and maybe she was, but when they called her name, you could see that she was like ready to go. I'm gonna she,
4: rock this shit.
0: Yeah, and Fucking um crush this. Shout out to Sandra for opening the whole thing up with wow. a really funny joke. That's- with a
3: funny joke. That was my other blossom, Dave. Yes. Is that another
4: crash <laughs> joke from Sandra? She had the big boob joke.
3: Yes. The big boob joke. She opened it up and she was like, oh, she good. was all t- she always she always like disarms you with those glasses and she always seems like she's gonna be like, hi everyone. So I just wanted to tell you. And she's like you know who he picked? The one with the big boobs. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> great, good. Yes, Very good. Yeah.
4: Like a whoopee cushion.
3: <laughs> yeah, It was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah those are those my
1: only two blossoms otherwise. But yeah.
4: Gina, what you got?
1: Okay. I think I'm always going to say this just because I love Gary. Um, the care that he takes with each person and how they genuinely have his full attention. And there's a warmth in his eyes. Like, I felt like I noticed it during the first episode, but I really noticed it now, um, that he just genuinely has just the warmest, kindest eyes. And I feel like anyone would be drawn into him. And I'm just loving having a lead that um, seems to have a lot of care for each of the contestants and how he said that um, the decisions have been hard for him because he feels like he's gaining real friendships with these women. Um, and while I think it wasn't it Joan that when she left, um, when she was in the van, she said that, you know, even though this isn't ending how I wanted it to, it's given her hope that there is that possibility in the future that she um that she can find love. And I and I feel like. If that's what you should be able to get out of a situation like this, where you're going on a show to find love, is that if you can somehow like spark that, like have that um your flame be lit again mm-hmm. in that way, and knowing that it didn't work out now, but there's still that potential for it to work out later. So I, I love that. And I feel like um, for me, that's what makes him a great lead is that um, some of these women can go on and maybe have um, that renewed energy to be in the, the dating world and know that there are some kind men out there that are in like that phase of their lives and would enjoy being in a relationship again.
4: I completely yeah. agree. I did have a question. Hey Rowan, I had a question for everyone. So he said once um, that they came back from commercial He had said, um, I have thought about it, taken my time, and I'm moving on, like right with the Joan thing. How long do you think he was out there? Like, was it a one hour before he was able to compose himself and then sort of just turn the page on someone he was really feeling and, and that she had to leave? Two hours, 30 minutes before he went back into the house to talk to the women? That's a good think?
0: question. I think if it was if it was something where producers really had to calm him down, I think they would have aired that. I don't think they would have had to protect him because that, that would have just showed that he's really into this. Mm-hmm. My guess is he's just, you know, probably took 15 minutes, breathed it out, and just... Did the grandpa thing and got up and moved on. I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think there's, I think he's probably mourning more of the potential than the reality. Like the potential was there, but I mean, in the end, they were still only one or two dates in.
4: They were, they they should have passionate kiss on the way out. Listen.
0: Yeah, bring her back.
4: Bring her back. A lot of people were saying, um, Golden Bachelorette, what are we talking about? I said, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a
0: fantastic idea. I didn't even think of that.
4: Yeah. But I Absolutely. think I, I want to see all the stories. I want to see how everybody, you know, lands, but I also, do you think, do you think that they're going to do a golden bachelor in Florida? <laughs> Cause you know, oh, it's not going to be in anybody paradise. What are we talking about?
0: I'm, I'd embrace it. Yeah. Get on the shuffle boards to go for it. Yeah. Like embrace that lifestyle for sure.
4: Yeah. A pickleball every day. Absolutely. Every day. This is a shorter one, but still good still still packs a punch the show man um I wonder if I'm just not I'm like I'm a very emotional person and I've been I've been deep in it nearly about to like cry and emote but I just haven't been so when you watch the show with Tasha what do you all like like what is that experience like watching it with your wife well
0: great question. And this is a new feeling for us because I I mean, this is my job. I I watched, she fell asleep by bachelor in paradise. And that's when it felt like work because I'm like, golly, do I not want to be here right now? Uh, But with golden bachelor, we have separate, everyone comes from a different place when it comes to family, but, but also has similar experiences in the sense that I never had a real grandparent relationship on any side. Didn't know my dad. My mom's father was an alcoholic and my grandmother was dead. She passed away. So I never had that. Whereas my wife had amazing connections with her grandparents, but has also dealt with loss, you know, relatively recently. So we're, I'm watching it from a needy place where I wish I had a grandparent and she's watching it with the gratitude of what she did have. And you don't watch it with the same way that when you watch a normal bachelor, you're almost hate watching envious judging with this there's no reason to hate on it you're just watching people embrace the end of something we're all going to feel or have felt in one way or another so i think that is the reason why people are talking about it so much because there is so much more positive energy around it i
4: agree i agree and i don't know if we've ever really been this invested in someone's happiness i think that with rachel Lindsay, maybe um there were some other people where we were like you better get this right you bastards you better yeah. not well it's the ninth inning mm-hmm. you know there's no time left it's like I this i like it. it for matt james too but um then in his first episode i said i don't know <laughs> this is a little interesting that's a little interesting comment I, I could i could never get past that comment that he had made to smish marison um we don't use the name of the former host we just (laughs) sorry um whatever (laughs) but you know what's crazy it's always interesting seeing when he has an event everybody pulls up to that event Mm. so you know they've gotten past it I don't know if I have yet um because I think I spent a lot of my adult years trusting him and I felt like I think he really betrayed I think I'm starting to come to understand that I really felt like he betrayed my trust in the way that he handled that whole situation. I didn't think that he was like that. And um, it was really disappointing.
0: Yeah. I think it shows how people act in self-preservation mode. And for me, again, just as a white guy, I just see this corporation that I've always thought of as psychopathic. And now we were watching it play out with a human attached to it. Mm-hmm. and it's hard to separate one from the other you know he could throw the producers under the bus they could throw him under the bus but in the end they were all complicit in a show that didn't really care to expand itself with the times
4: yeah and you know I've always found it very interesting and ironic that somewhere along the line I thought that there would be a tell-all or because um, there seemed to be an appetite for people to want to hear what do you have to say who are you going to throw under the bus to save yourself? I think, yourself?
0: Mutually, I think that the
4: appetite is gone for it.
0: I, and I think it's mutual destruction. I'm sure there was a lot of partying and drug use and things like that when they would go abroad. Mm. And I think they were all part of it. So, like, that's why the true drama isn't going to be told. Like, he took his paycheck and he's moving on. Mm.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he probably signed that NDA, so we can't. Ah! <laughs> yeah.
3: No, that to only get to secure that bag, he had to shut his mouth. I heard nine,
0: but who knows? Oh, I, oh, maybe nine. Yeah. I mean, the initial thing was sixty, and you're like, golly, you know, was like, no, it wasn't that much. But uh, you know, he, it's it's like you know, he you make your money uh, with, yeah. He had such an easy job that it's hard for anyone to have sympathy for him, uh, you know. Um, and uh, and I think the reason why he wanted to get that money and get out of there is because he knew uh, we'd see how easy the job is. Jesse Palmer did a great job. I loved. Caitlin and, T- tish, caitlin and tish is caitlin tishy i loved i mean they I were amazing they, they brought their own energy to it it was fun and you know like i think there's probably a di- i think a ton of people could do that job and um you know whatever yeah. <laughs> moving on no, no yeah, longer on the Wells what's train what's,
4: though <laughs> you, wait, you like wells? no i'm not on the well's train of him being the host i like him in back in paradise
0: it's almost laughable it It's laughable to me that Nick Vial thought he could have done a good job. I'd love another reality where Nick is the host just to see like that. It's while it's easy and a lot of people could do it. I don't think any, I think Jesse Palmer's so good. Nick gave a lot. Of, Nick um, was like, Oh, how's Jesse going to do? He's just a guy who plays calls the football games. And, and meanwhile, Jesse was already a professional host for Food Network or whatever. And I was like, he's going to crush it. And he's made it his own. He's he's more he's having more fun with it. He's likable. And it's he's he's taking the ball and run with it.
4: But he has this show and several others that he's filming almost like back to back spontaneous like all together. I don't know how he can like plot out his time. It's It's really breakneck pace. Yeah, I the- mean, you,
3: we've seen we've seen Ryan Seacrest do it. It's It yeah. can be done. Yeah. It can be done when it's all on the same <laughs> network. They kind of make they they're like, who's going to get him today? You know? Yeah. 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 He's 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 good, but he's he's a good sports commentator, too. So he's uh he can do it all. I, I'm a Jesse fan. Yeah. It's all right. People can hate. Um, so, Dave, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. Where can the people find you?
0: Yeah, thanks so much uh, for having me on and inviting me to you know in your homes here. I appreciate it. Um, if you want to watch me on YouTube, search Dave Neal. Uh, I'm trying to grow my podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour. It's every afternoon. It's all the little stories I don't get to on YouTube. Uh, so I just try to keep people updated with Bachelor content. And I've become a Taylor Swift fan page too somehow. Oh <laughs> you're I'm not covering, a
4: Swiftie. I'm covering. Oh wow, that's okay. I'm that's all. all right.
0: the, all the random pop culture out we there. We accept
4: all
3: all types here. So yeah. that's thanks okay. again. I appreciate it. Kansas City Swifties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even Swifties. Yeah.
4: <laughs> all right.
3: Fantastic. And any uh any comedy coming up? Any comedy uh appearances at all? Are you still doing stand-up?
0: Oh yeah. I don't even know where, what my schedule is. If people just follow me on Instagram, I post the shows there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm kind of in the process of trying to move. So I might be doing some more Midwestern stuff. It's, it's all up in the air, but people can follow nice. me on Instagram and uh, hopefully I'll be in their town soon. And, you know, come, come laugh. Nice. Hey,
4: I'm moving great hair. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: will that, tell you that
4: for real. it looks like a soft wave and curl. I'm, I'm holding just on that one like fire curl did you that blow
1: just, it
0: out no yeah. I, I this is just natural it's just big oh
1: excuse me um,
0: it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, like genetics one of, man. One of god's
1: it's favorites genetics,
0: i put uh, a yeah. castor oil in it which surprises a lot of people that's what i put in it that's what's yeah. up
2: that's what it is See, we knew we knew you were you
3: know that helps with hair all growth Thickness. Right. Mm-hmm. we got it yep, yep. all right fantastic Well, thank you again for another great episode, everyone. Thanks, Dave. And uh, signing off, this is Claudia.
4: I'm Monique. And I'm Gina. We love Joan. We are the Black Roses and we love Joan. And we love Gary too. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us.
1: If you enjoyed what you heard, we would appreciate it if you take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Sharing
4: is
2: caring, so tell a friend about us.
4: Follow us on Clubhouse at Black Roses to join our live discussions and on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore blk underscore roses.
1: All of our personal social media handles can be found in the show notes. And lastly, if
3: you'd like to share what made your rose wilt or blossom this week, send us an email to the black roses pod at gmail.com.
2: Thank you to Chad Milner for our amazing theme music. You can find him on Instagram and TikTok at I am Chad Milner, M-I-L-N-E-R.
1: We are
4: the Black Roses.
2: See you next week.